Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. It is a warm Thursday, at least by uh, Phoenix standards, which is where we're uh, broadcasting from. Uh, if it's first time tuning into uh, Snake Oil Radio, I'm uh, host Jim Ventura, and tell you a little bit about the show, and then we'll kind of get started here. Uh, I've been doing the show for a couple of years now. I have a, uh, a monthly column also called Snake Oil that I, I mail out to a select group of people. Actually, there's a good 750 people at this point that are getting my column. If you're not already getting the column, uh, feel free to absolutely email me at uh, VenturaSag or uh, VenturaWords at Mac.com or VenturaSag at uh, yahoo.com all that's on the uh the blog talk uh, info page as well too and i'll add you to the free mailing list uh snake oil this is our our intention here with the show is to talk about uh, alternative healing and uh, perceptions uh spirituality um metaphysical uh points of view here in all different types of capacities and uh again if it's your uh, first time uh, talking to me as well, then uh, a little bit about me. I am a uh, what I like to call a navigational consultant. I do uh, private consultations with people by phone and by uh, in person when they're here in my uh, home city, of course, uh, and uh, kind of help guide and, and give them some instruction on a little bit of help in maneuvering through life. And, uh, no, it's not difficult for... Uh, it's not uh, surprising that uh, some of us have difficulty maneuvering through life on occasion. <laughs> so that is not necessarily a strange thing to ask for. Anyway, started the show uh, a couple of years back and, uh, again, love doing it. And we broadcast every every Thursday at 3.30. And uh, my, my regular format is the first Thursday of the month is my uh, live read of my current column. And then I talk about that subject. And if we have time, we take phone calls. And uh, usually second show of the month is my interview show. And then the third and the fourth are a listener's choice show in that sense, uh, giving the uh, listeners an opportunity to uh, ask questions and um comment or, you know, just uh, I, I don't mind uh, taking personal questions, and I will open up the phone lines uh, for that uh, in a uh, about five or ten minutes here. Um, so absolutely, you're welcome to uh, ask uh, some personal questions as well. Uh, just so you know, I'm going to answer them on air. Uh, I, don't, I always enjoy the activity that's going on in the uh, chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Uh, good to see all of you. And uh, but again, I'm going to answer questions and things on air when when we're able to uh, get the time to uh, to get to it in that sense. So again, all of this said, um, I'll get to the phone lines in just a couple of minutes. You know, one of the things I want to spend just a couple of minutes talking about, I think it's going to probably be my subject for today, and then we'll we'll certainly give you guys uh, an opportunity to. Uh, really, really, you know, ask your own questions as well, uh, then uh, the main, I think the thing I want to talk about today is, you know, I, for the last couple of days, I have been dealing with some um, sinus issues going on, uh, not really surprising um, for the area that I live in, uh, Phoenix is, um, goes to a very early spring, obviously, in that sense, in fact, today, 
Um, we are looking at uh, in the 90s here already, uh, just a, a major, major climb up in, in heat uh, at this point in the game. In fact, they're predicting that we're going to be at like 98 tomorrow. And then I hear it's supposed to drop down. So anyway, we get this kind of early spring here, of course, and this one might be a little earlier than normal. Uh, so with it comes a lot of blooms and all kinds of good stuff that way. So uh, it, it is rather nice, even though it's a little warm. But uh, certainly um, a lot of people get affected with allergies and seasonal allergies, especially this time of year here. Uh, so I am included in that list. You know, I, over the years I have used acupuncture and Chinese herbology to um, help with this, and I have found that it is an awesome uh, vehicle to use to to help with this particular area. In fact, I know that if if my sinuses get any worse, I'll just sort of bite the bullet and go call my uh, acupuncture doctor and and have myself worked on it. Usually, it knocks it out pretty quickly. So it works very, very well if anyone is, is looking towards something like that. I found it. The people often ask me if um, if I, uh, you know, well, you could take a Benadryl, the things that you can take for these things. But i got to tell you, you know, and this probably won't come as that much of a surprise to anyone, not really a big fan of, of um, you know, regular medicines in that sense. I find that they don't really necessarily fix anything. Uh, and then I also find that often it's sort of like trading one thing in for another. Um, I find that it'll th- those things will often work well where they'll dry you out in that sense, but then I'm often spacey for a couple of days, and that like you're you're so dry it's like feeling like a camel in the desert or something. You know what I mean? It's such an uh, ugh, it just dries you out a lot in that sense. It makes you feel really really off balance, and then uh, and, and it just again it, it stays with you too long in my opinion. It it really really will throw you. Uh, for a loop in that sense, so um, certainly something that I avoid. You know, there's times when you just kind of have to. I mean, if you've got to work, you've got to do something. Sometimes you got to just bite the bullet and do those things. Um, but again, I find it's often a trade-off, one thing for another. You might get rid of one thing, and then you bring in another thing. You know, I mean, very, very, very. Like I said, it's kind of like a little bit of a roller coaster game, or it's just a trade-off in that sense. So I do find that acupuncture and Chinese herbology are really the best tools that I've found over the years to to work with this and, and seemingly the most harmonious. Um, the root, if we look at, you know, sinus issues and allergies, um, colds are a little different. I'm, I'm seeing Tura ones commenting about uh, getting over a cold. A little bit of a different energy to it, even though it could feel very, very similar in its scope. Uh, colds are usually, because, you know, all illness is has a psychological and emotional base. Um, I, I cannot stress that enough uh, that there's always some dual cause that that is uh, influencing the experiences that we have. And uh, cold, it's usually kind of an exhaustion, just a simple need to re uh, to rest, uh, to recuperate, to pull yourself back together, to kind of go into a reevaluation phase. We often get colds when we're overwhelmed, and we just need to kind of pull back and minimize our experience in that sense. Allergies can work that way to some extent as well, but allergies for the most part often really have more to do with uh, really more to do with the idea of acceptance of abundance at some level. Uh, there is something to looking at um, uh, the energy uh, about really how we accept fulfillment, abundance, love, prosperity, all of those things. And many people who deal with allergies, of course, 
have themes and issues inside of them that are uh, where they might have been given messages in that sense that it's not necessarily okay to accept abundance or, or issues of self-worth and things of that nature, which can which can really be a big part of that experience. You'll see this in even more extreme examples of uh, people who have things like asthma um, or or allergies or uh, sinus issues that are you know largely year-round. In that sense, also we see this energetic theme that often is coming into play. So, yeah, there's certainly a little of that going on with me. You know, the, I, you know, when I lived back in New York 20 years ago, I had really, really bad allergies, uh, probably for a good four or five months of a, the year at different points. Here now that I'm in Phoenix, they're really minimal. I only really seem to have an allergy season for maybe about a month, usually, uh, usually in March um, is typically when that occurs. Uh, there's some astrological. Uh, connectives and associations for me as well that I won't necessarily get into on the show at this point. But uh, suffice to say for any of you astrology uh, buffs, um, it's a lot of 12th house activity for me during this time of year typically, and that can be a little odd to to say the least in that sense. But I found also that uh, over the years uh, I've been taking local honey and I highly recommend that also, too, as a way of strengthening the immune system um, when you you are, uh, you know, you're, you're, it just in general it's going to strengthen the immune system. Uh, I want to say hello to everybody in the chat room, also uh, Princess of Egypt as well. It seems like you're having some trouble um, with, the, uh, with the chat room. Uh, just so you know, when I, when I get on air, I, I, I just don't, I can't type in the chat room. I, I, I'm not that good a multitasker in that sense. It takes me from, from, from talking on air when I type. So uh, I appreciate, and I'll, I'll get to everyone's comments and questions on air that way as opposed to typing. Uh, so anyway, so hello, good to see all of you uh, anyway. So, and I'm going to get to the phone lines in just a couple of minutes here. But yeah, honey is an awesome um, awesome thing to to use and to take in that sense, because it does strengthen the immune system, especially local honey. Uh, and uh, absolutely, I'm seeing some comments here. Honey, uh, lemon, ginger tea, absolutely, all of these things kind of have healing properties. Also, cinnamon, to a large extent, is another thing. Uh, you could take cinnamon pills. That helps a lot with, um, with with regulating sugar and that type of energy in the body also. Um, yeah, I, I found also, too, you know, this comment from Turo One about, uh, bad allergies when you lived in Mississippi, but live in Colorado, no allergies at all. Yeah, I experienced something very similar. Phoenix really decreased the amount of allergies that I had. I mean, really pretty dramatically. Um, I used to also get colds and things of that nature when I was younger, and that's very uncommon for me now also. But Phoenix decreased a lot. I think, again, the the season when it hits us here is really intense. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of bloom that happens very, very quickly. Uh, as we enter into, you know, later into Pisces, as we enter into Aries, all of these things are interconnected in that sense. So I'm still working on it. I found that mine has decreased a lot, though, so I'm a little off today. But, again, it definitely is not I've, – I've had some way worse experiences in that sense with this type of thing. So I consider myself uh, uh, relatively lucky that this is pretty minimal. So anyway, um, I might talk a little bit more about that. I think I'm, I noticed we got a couple of people in the um, in the uh, in the chat room as well as online. So I want to kind of get to some of the phone calls here and uh, give everyone a chance to 
make a comment or ask for a quick little five-minute uh, question answered. Okay, so let's get on air here. 626, you're on air here at uh, Snake Oil Radio. Are you there? Hello, Jim. How are you? Yes, I am here. Good, good. What's your name? Tracy. Tracy? All right, how are you yes. today, Tracy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Welcome back. I haven't seen you on a, in a while. Right, I do. You sound familiar, so we have probably talked before, right? Um, In the chat room we have, but... Um, in the chat room. Okay, yeah. so this is your first yeah. time calling in? Correct. All righty. Good. So tell me what's on your mind or question or tell me what, what's, uh, what's bringing you here for today. Well, my question to you is um, I'm expecting a phone call from my boyfriend for like a heart-to-heart conversation, and I was wondering what you pick up around the energy. Like when do you feel that he's ready to call and, you know, discuss this, and, you know, what do you see coming forward for us? From that, when was the last? Is, have you have you not spoken in a little while? Yeah, I kind of gave him time to process, and yeah, and right. long that, distance. Was that something on? Um, was that something on, on both of your parts, or was it something that you had chosen? Well, it was um, like both the conversation. You mean, or what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, right. Uh, well, the, yeah, the the the, the yeah. Okay. Well, the thing, it was, he knows I want, I've want. i been wanting clarity on this for a while, and he's kind of not giving it to me. He's been vague or whatnot, and I'm kind of putting my foot down, and uh, we were just talking, because it's a long distance, and he basically just want, come, wants to come see me, and I'm just kind of like, I don't, I want to see you, but I can't. It just, it hurts when you leave, so he keeps persistently asking if he can come and see me and visit, but it's not that I don't want to, but it's just I'm just protecting my soul and my spirit. You know what I mean? And right, I kind right. of put him on the spot, and I was like, you know, just give me clarity so I can choose what I want to do. I said, don't be afraid to upset me because you were true to yourself. I just, I'm just, i just kind of, like, sick of being in, like, a bubble and not knowing what's going on, and, you know, I don't want to be in limbo. And I think his escape goat was like, okay, my love, I'll call you. And that was, a, you know, a few weeks ago, but... You know, knowing him, he takes a minute to soak everything in, and you know what I mean. So right. I just wanted to know when when you felt like wh- what do you feel going on? You know what I mean. What well, you, like you know, here's the thing. Let me and I, I'll tell you. I pulled a rune stone for you to kind of see what the action, the energy was. I'll tell you about that in a second. But let me just tell you what I'm kind of picking up in here. First thing that I'm getting about this is it feels to me like it's very. I want to say that. It, it it's it, it's mutual in 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 both a positive and a somewhat negative sense. Um, in a positive sense, it's mutual that I I really do feel there's feelings here that are very legitimate back and forth between both of you toward each other. In that mm-hmm. sense, so I think that that's very positive. On the other side, I feel like it's a, a little bit of a situation where you both may, may feel a little bit caged by the situation. In that sense, and that it's a little tough to to come to some type of a resolution. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that there's again there's kind of a duality operating here in that respect. So, what I'm picking up on with this conversation is I definitely feel there's going to be one in that sense. The the good news that I'm feeling here is I feel like it seems like he's been thinking of a way of creating some type of resolution. Mm-hmm. So I almost get that there's going to be something about the idea of a plan 
or a um, or a way to see if there can be some type of future resolution here. So I like that. I feel like there is um, that he's been kind of working on this at some level of taking a little bit of a different approach. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like um, how long have you been seeing each other? Um, I've known him since the end of '06, December of '06. But we—that's when I first met him. But we weren't together, obviously. Then, like maybe like a year in, and we got really serious. And so from then on, that's how long. So maybe like it'll be five years in December of knowing him, but being together. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know when officially we were together. You know, like right. I don't know how that right. works. You know. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, it can be a little bit of a gray area. In that yeah. sense, so you know, the, I pulled a rune on on kind of what your action was, and you know, it's interesting because it comes up the rune of um, fertility, and which in the Druidic tradition and the, the Viking tradition has a lot to do with new beginnings. Um, so it has, you know, on the positive side, it has a lot to do with the idea of harmonizing and adjusting in the sphere of personal relationships. So it really went right to the heart of the matter here when I when I kind of reached into the bag about what was going on, um, and it has to do with you know the need to share, the yearning to be desired, a search after similarities, looking to see whether there is a compatibility here in that sense. So I feel like um, where uh, I see there's some potential for resolution in that sense is I, I definitely feel like I, I can see where you're having difficulty with this in terms of its current pattern in that sense mm-hmm. in the way that it is because it's kind of a, uh, you know, a love situation that's also uncomfortable. Um, how do you, I, I mean, how far a distance are you from each other? Like well, states away? Um, well, I used to live in the East Coast, and that's where I met him. He, he, it was always long distance when I did meet him. And, and, and to be honest with you, when I first met him, I kind of liked the long distance because you know I was, right. you know, I was the type of person that was kind of like afraid of relationships, always had a guard up. So it gave me that space that I needed. And so he was actually he lives in another in the UK, but he's always traveling, you know, for work. And that's where I met him. But then now I just, I moved back the west coast where my family's from because i got sick of the cold or whatnot right and right. So it's always been long distance you know and and to be honest like i said in the beginning i liked it because it was just gave me that space you know what i mean that yeah. right amount of space but now it's just you know feelings got involved and you know so that's how yeah and that's you know see i kind of feel like you know i have to say this to you um and i'm going to be as direct as i can and i hope you'll appreciate this but I okay. feel like, you know, there's kind of almost maybe no turning back at this point. That mm-hmm. it is time to look at the idea of moving forward. I'd like to say that I think you guys can find a way to be in a relationship with each other, even if he does travel and there are, um, you know, some obstacles to it. In some ways, it might really be somewhat the best of both worlds um, because it will give you a little bit of distance in that sense. But by the same token... I kind of feel like you'll understand what I mean when you talk to him, cause you, and, and you will. I feel that very strongly that like this is going to happen. He's kind of trying to come up with a plan mm-hmm. in that sense. So yeah. give him, listen to what he's suggesting. I don't know whether it's completely feasible what he's going to come up with in that sense, but I do feel like there's the potential there to come to some type of a resolution. And what I mean when I say there's no turning back, I mean, could you – it's actually kind of a funny thing because it's a, it's an easier question or solution than people might be um, aware of in that sense. I always sort of say, 
can you really comfortably imagine and would it feel right to completely cut him out of your life? Uh, that, it's hard, but I think like if, if it came down to it and it was something that I didn't agree with and it's just something that wasn't for my best higher self, then I would like right. gladly have to do that, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. But let, let, I mean, but does that feel like the right thing now? No. Yeah. See what I mean? You're, you're kind of... You know, you've got. You, that's what I mean about the no turning back. That's the thing about the. Oh yeah, you read my that, mind because so. I was just going to ask you, what do you mean no turning back? So that's funny. You read my mind. Yeah, you, that, that's what. That, yeah. Let me. You know, he. You know, he mentioned some things um, uh, in this rune that are really helpful. He says all things change, and we cannot live permanently amid obstructions. Inga signals your emergence from a closed crystal estate. As you clear away the old, you will experience a release from tension and uncertainty. You may be required to free yourself from a rut or a habit, some part of your cultural behavior pattern that was appropriate from where you were before, but may not may not be now in that mm-hmm. sense. And he kind of points out, he uses an analogy of it's time to enter the delivery room. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a scary analogy. Because, you know, any woman will understand this fully. I mean, going in t- and giving birth is a really uh, scary experience in some yeah. respect. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't say, I'm holding it in. I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's yeah. something that's going to happen in that sense. The last paragraph in here I think I, I want to throw at you because this is very helpful. He says, this is another of the cycle runes. Inga's counsels preparation, being centered and grounded, freeing yourself from all unwanted influences and seeing the humor. You are indeed prepared to open yourself to the will of heaven and can await your deliverance with calm certainty. It's going to be okay. Beautiful. There's a solution so here. And I, I, yeah. um, I was just wondering, so you feel that he's the one that's going to reach out. I don't have to, because I really don't want to reach him anyway. I, if he said he's going to call, I'm going to wait until he calls. So you feel that... Do you feel like he's yeah, I, I feel like you. I, I feel like you will. You will hear from him. I, I wouldn't see a problem with you reaching out, also, but I do feel like he will anyway. Okay. You know and what I mean? You pick up on he's the been trying, like I said. You'll, you'll understand what I mean. This is the thing. You know, male energy is often about practical solution, in that sense. Right. You know, female mm-hmm. energy is looking at the larger picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so. There's yeah. a difference in his approach, in that sense, and and he's he's skin working on this. I really feel like he does care. And it is, you know, it's just one of those things because initially when this created like it was a dream come true, oh, here's a cool guy, he's not here all the time, you know, I kind of get my freedom, but I get to be with someone at the same time. But then the unfortunate reality happened and you started liking him a bit more and you start feeling a bit more lonely and it's like, damn. Exactly. Now I hadn't intended on that being the case here, you know what I mean? But, you know, here's the thing. Really, you can find a way to mold your own style of relationship and experience that doesn't necessarily have to follow the status quo of what society feels is necessarily the right thing. Because these are very individual choices in that sense. So I do think there's a way to to pull this together in some respects, and I think that that's what this process is about. Great. I know you have other colors, but I just wanted to know really quick, do you pick up on the energy on when you feel he might call or just you're not sure? I, okay. I I want to say I would not be surprised if it was like literally within the next three days. Okay. Okay. It's coming up fairly quickly. This is yeah. Believe me, they, you guys keep saying this to me that there's movement. It's a coming. 
Okay. You, know? you are so great. I love your show, and I'm so happy to, you know, hear you back on air. So thank you. Awesome. Great talk with you. Thank you for calling in, Tracy. Best Likewise, of luck with that. Let us, know. All, let us all know all next right, time how it chat. turns out. I, I, I always we'll love do. the follow-up answer, so don't ever hesitate to let me know, all right? Will do. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right. Tracy, go and see if we can get Egyptian girl on air here. Hello, Egyptian girl. Egypt girl. Nope, we lost Egypt girl. Okay, that's all right. Um, I know uh, maybe this is Princess of Egypt. I know uh, that uh, there was some difficulty that she was having with uh, with the uh, sometimes with the blog talk radio uh, process in that sense. So. Yeah, my apologies to that. Uh, again, good thing, uh, Princess of Egypt, if you're able to reconnect, make another call in. we still got another 15, 20 minutes of the show, so I'd be able to talk to you for a few minutes. If not, you can catch up with me next time. Anyway, so, yeah, you know, it, it's funny um, when we look at uh, love relationships in that sense. I'll switch gears away from my, my thoughts on allergies for now, although I can easily find a way to interconnect this. Um, welcome to the world of Sagittarius, by the way. <laughs> We've got some kind of skill in this. Some some, pe- some people call it the skill of BS. Others call it the skill of linking one thing to the next. And uh, anyway, so when we look at relationships, you know, I'm actually writing about this for my, my uh, May column. I've been talking about the age of Aquarius and what's really happening here as this enters into the picture. And I want to briefly touch upon this because I think it has a lot to do with relationships as well. You know, much of, um, uh, let's see, sorry, yes, Mercury, I will try it here, but it won't let me speak. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm following what Princess of Egypt is saying here, too. Um, uh, Princess of Egypt, why don't you ask your question in the... um, in the in the in the chat room, and then I'll I'll give a quick little answer for you on air if you're having trouble with the call in at this point, okay? So uh, pop that in, and let me uh, talk about this point because I think that um, we have made some changes as society shifts. You know, much of the Piscean age had a lot to do with uh, sacrifice. In that sense, we're coming out of that period that, you know, from 0 AD to 2000 AD approximately was the Piscean Age. Now we're stepping into the Aquarian Age. So on the positive side, um, Aquarian energy isn't about sacrifice in, in relationship and and uh, and love, uh, clearly. But uh, it, it's a different type of a thing. It's more about friendship and brotherhood and uh, sisterhood and a certain level of detachment. This is one of the reasons why I think that we're seeing this um, shift with a lot of people not necessarily following traditional marriage in the way that it was done before. Um, absolutely, people are still going to get married and have children and have all of those experiences. You know, trust me, it's still going to occur in the future. You're just going to see a, a, a much more of a decrease in the um, in, in people striving for that in the traditional way. So uh, it's changing. And it will continue to change. You know, whenever you have one age to another age shifting, it takes a bit of a while before you have that shift in that sense. You know, this is, uh, I'll bring this up also too because we have someone who has some Egyptian heritage in our chat room, so certainly we're talking about even what's happening in Egypt and uh, and what's going on there as well too is a great example of Aquarian energy coming in. You know, uh, you, you literally have a, a revolt 
in dictatorship and and rigid regime that is largely almost Facebook uh, <laughs> sprung in that sense. It didn't really require a war. It was a we've made the shift from. Uh, Aries, uh, Uranus has moved into Aries, making people a little bit more likely to not want to be contained, to be stuck, to be caught in rigid situations in that sense. So this is also part of what's happening there. But again, to me, a big part of the Aquarian age where people are looking for more of a freedom and more of a sense of being able to express and be who they are in that sense. And again, a lot of this really had sprung up from things like Facebook and the Internet and things of that nature. So, you know, while there's a lot of turbulence and difficulty it's also awesome to me at some levels that it's happening this way. So this to me has a lot to do with this Aquarian energy beginning to come into play. And, you know, Egypt in many ways really leading the way in some respects and saying enough is enough. You're going to see a lot more of this type of thing beginning to pop with other countries in that sense. You know, it's funny because when I was younger, when I was a little kid, there was a lot of um, energy and fear around the Cold War with Russia. And I used to always say, even when I was a kid, little so a little philosopher as a child that was always say, I don't understand what everyone's afraid of. Communism inevitably will fall or lose its ground because people which at some point will get sick of it in that sense of not having the ability to have choice and, and more freedom in that sense. And we were filled with all this fear and anguish about what was going to happen when the Russians came and all of those things. And I always said I never thought it was really going to be that much of an issue. And lo and behold... Um, I was right in that context. We didn't have to go to a war in that way for that to make uh, this shift happen. And, you know, again, we see the same uh, dynamics happening even in Egypt at this point where people are just saying enough is enough. We don't want this um, uh, type of regime anymore in that sense that's so limited. So that's the good part of the age of Aquarius. I'll talk about some of the negative sides of it, too, in that sense, uh, when, I, when I write that column and we get onto that in the next show. But right now, since we're, we're getting lower on time, I want to make sure we can answer Princess of Egypt's question. So you're, all right, uh, you're asking about a relationship issue. Also, um, okay, let's see, we're asking about a timing thing here. So let me see if I can get a timing answer to this question. Uh, okay. I have these very cool little color cube things that I use. I've actually used this a number of times when I, and then I kind of look for when the the bright spot of the the time when something is going to come up comes into play. So let's see, April. No, give me a second on this here too. When I'm playing with my little color things here, May. Uh, okay. So the. Uh, uh, Yes, I feel a lot of movement around this question you're asking, uh, Princess of Egypt, the personal one. Uh, May, uh, I know you're frustrated because probably a part of you is like waiting for something to even happen in April, but I feel like there's some, you know, I feel like you got a, almost like more of a feeling of a test here in that sense of, of some anxiety that's still, that's still around in, in, in May. I, I kind of see a, a green light coming, uh, in April I mean, so I'm seeing a green light coming up in, in May. So it's actually not that far off. So I see some uh, relationship movement here. Look at the um, really, uh, it's interesting because I always like to tell people there's always correlations to things that sometimes we wouldn't normally see. So, you know, Princess of Egypt's question is about relationship. And then when we just talked to Tracy, very, very similar type of question about relationship. And, uh, you know, you both kind of call in or ask the question on the same day. So there is a similarity in answer also, too. Somehow there's a link between you guys in that sense and what you're dealing with. 
And one thing I will say for you also, Princess of Egypt, I feel like the energy I'm picking up from you is you're very, very strong and very, very independent in that sense. Um, and I and I don't mean this in an absolutely negative way at all, but um, it feels like there's a good amount of masculine strong energy for you about what you feel is is right and what you want and things of that nature. And I like that. I think that that's there's a confidence there with you in that sense. But uh, I do feel like uh, this partner is coming, and it's all been like almost like a timing issue in that sense. So. Uh, personally, I know for you, it's a little frustrating because I think, um, uh, Princess of Egypt, that you sometimes just struggle a little bit with impatience in that sense. And, you know, impatience is a fear of being victimized by time. A lot of people have it. I got it. I got it from my mother to some extent. I've had to work on it a bit. Um, I've had a few times in my life where I've been a maniac about <laughs> about timing. So, uh, but people that are impatient also are very strong. They often are very, very. Uh, There's kind of a the positive pole of impatience is daring. It's risk taking. It's ability to kind of push forward. So I feel like that's what this process is about. But yeah, so in answer to your question, yes, there's good news. It looks like there's really some movement in in May. Um, when I rolled the color cube, it came up orange, which is a relationship color and a happy color. Um, it came up brown intensified for April, which means feelings of insecurity or limits or blocks in that sense still being in play there. So, again, April feels stronger. So that is my answer to your question. You're going to get some positive movement here in that sense, and it's going to be the right timing. You know, because I bring this interesting point. You know, the other day I, w- I, I ran a promotional thing um, through a uh, one of those Groupon-type promotions, and I did a very, very extremely discounted offer of astrological readings for our astrological readings for people at probably easily, you know, 70% less than I would normally charge to this company. And long story short, it was a very, it was a really great marketing campaign. I actually brought in about 70, 72 new clients from it. And uh, But on the negative side, Correlated nicely with with the Piscean time, you know, when I'm working for very little an hour, sometimes that's a little bit stressful when you're used to making a decent hourly wage and you're working for about nearly like a tenth of what you're normally used to making, you know, it kind of sucks. But I enjoy what I do. So, I mean, I'm doing all these these very discounted astrological readings for people. And the other day I had two two clients in the same day that both had uh, consultations and their birthdays, while the years were different, were exactly the same. They both were born on November 14th. Um, you're welcome, Princes of Egypt. I'm glad that, that there's some positive movement for you, by the way, also. Uh, so I think that is uh, definitely a good thing. Um, but what's funny about the story I'm, I'm sharing here is the uh, the two people were both born on, on uh, November 14th, two Scorpios in that sense, and they both are actually in the... Um, in the uh, uh, the well, I don't want to say Hollywood in that sense, but they both are performers in one respect or another. One is a sort of a famous poet, rapper, and the other is a a comedian who is fairly successful but has an extremely successful brother, and I mean extremely successful. I'm not going to give names of people here, but it was interesting because they both kind of talked to me on the same day, and I could see such a similarity in, in personality and also what they were dealing with. They were both dealing with a relationship issue in that sense uh, in a very, very similar way. So it's really fun to see these type of correlations. I catch them, so uh, other people 
would not necessarily always be able to see those things. So, okay, so I've got one more question I think I'm going to be able to get to. And you're welcome, Princess of Egypt. Um, okay, so Jackie is asking a question. Um, uh, so Jackie's question is, since, since it is a relationship night, right, I may ask when my boyfriend will officially give me a ring. Okay, let me see if we can get on that one, too, for Jackie. Uh, you know, it's funny because, I, you know, all three of you, it looks like in your own way, you're pretty much getting ready to get, quote, unquote, married. So um, congratulations to everybody. Uh, you're obviously all doing this, uh, maybe each in your own different way and obviously to different partners. But um, it looks like that is that is coming into play. I'm definitely getting a yes on this, Jackie. So let me see if I can get um, a time of when this is coming up. Let's look at April. No on April. Oh, let's see what May brings. No on May. Um, looks like the ring is coming. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be June. No. July. Now another... No, they're putting out. Now I'm getting. Hold on, sorry about that. This is okay. It looks like um, it looks like the latter part of the summer, uh, July, August. Um, I feel like we're pushing into the fall when this is going to really, really come into play and happen. Um, there are practical reasons for this in that sense, Jackie. But um, yeah, I'm looking at the late summer to early fall is when this seems to really, really um, uh, come into play. I, I want to say I feel like he's planning something. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really like the energy around this uh, when this is happening. I think it's going to be fun. I think you're going to have a good story to tell when this happens. I know that, you know, it's funny. I just heard a statistic that it's something like 65% of the women that got that are married have said that their husband's um, uh, proposal and the way he did it, they think kind of sucked. Uh, so I'm not really surprised by that in that sense. I think, you know, I always tell when I, when I talk to all my, my, my straight male friends and they ask me about these things and I give them advice on how to do this, they're always thrilled. They're always like, oh, my God, you come up, you come up with such good ideas in that sense. I'm like, well, I have a little bit of a different perception of, on things in that sense on, on how to necessarily play this. But I think that, you know, for, for women especially, this is such a, you know, important thing for them, and hopefully, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know, sometimes it's not. You know what I mean? They may have multiple marriages, but sometimes it's not necessarily um, a uh, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, so yeah, you know, I mean, really not surprised by that. That a lot of proposals are terrible. You know, I'm I think in a very romantic kind of a way in that sense. And if I ever uh, had any interest in marriage um, in that respect. My thought would be, if you're going to do it, do it in a grand kind of a way. Um, I think, you know, Sagittarius is we're rather funny. Sometimes we'll, we can be, um, uh, <laughs> sometimes we can be, uh, you know, uh, romantic. Sometimes we're, we're, we're commitment phobic, and then other times where, uh, you know, when we when we dive in, we tend to dive in really, really heavy. I, I can tell some funny stories of romantic things that I've done in my day when I was into that particular experience in that sense, really quite the performance in that sense. I also have a lot of stuff going on in my fifth house, which is a romance risk-taking house, so I tend to play big when I play, and then sometimes not at all. But, uh, 
Anyway, uh, so uh, let's see what we got going on in the chat room. Uh, LOS me how to propose. I'm gay. Exactly. See, that's the point. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the, the gay, the gay male friend will often have a much better, uh, much better perspective on some of these things. Some some straight men really do have some good creativity around this. I got to I got to give them credit, but a lot don't. And I and that's why I often say, you know what? Ask, uh, you know, even to to get hold of your your soon-to-be fiancé's girlfriend or something and confide in her and ask her what she might like. And you know what I mean? Is also wise. But the gay friend thing definitely has its obvious um, strength and it has its, 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 its value in that sense to, to work from that angle. So it looks like today's subject seems to be a lot about marriage. So um looks like we got a couple people getting ready to get married uh, in that sense. And... Um, I'll say the same thing. Uh, congratulations to all of you. This is all on the way. Um, I would not really, really worry about it. Again, I think we all have to remember, like things, like I said, tend to be kind of a timing issue in that sense for when this comes up. Um, you know, males can be, again, very, very practical about such matters, but I really am feeling like all of you in your own way are, are you know, moving toward uh, somewhat traditional marriage. I think... Um, uh, Jackie's probably having a uh, a Tracy is probably having a um, a stroke hearing this at this point <laughs> at some levels because she may not be ready for such things. But uh, I feel like in her own way, you know, it's funny because people will say uh, when I say sometimes I'll meet a couple and they're and I'll say, oh, how long you've been married? And they're like, no, we're not married. I'm like, well, we've been living together. We, you know, we have a child together. I'm like, well, you're married. You just didn't get married in the traditional sense, but it's still it's still marriage. We all have our different definitions of how we define it in that sense. Uh, you know what I mean? It's all, everyone has a different different perception of it, you know, uh, and, and they're, they're right for everybody in that respect. You know, even uh, even in, even gay marriage, of course, is, uh, is you know, you know we're, all, we're coming down the line in the next couple of years. Uh, gay marriage will certainly be legal in the United States. It's an inevitable reality in that sense. But, you know, that opportunity has always been there. I mean, I know many, many gay couples, both male and, and female couples, that have been, you know, married, even if they weren't necessarily legally married in the state, that they're married uh, in their own eyes and in their own way. So, I mean, it's always kind of been there. Uh, but I think that it will, you know, it'll become more prominent. Uh, gay marriage to me was that sort of proverbial joke that the extreme right tried to uh, get people to, get off the important subjects that actually mattered and made them all horrified about the idea that, that gay people are going to marry. I mean, who gives a crap in that sense? It's already happening. It's always going to. And, uh, again, you'll start to see this changing all around the world. You know, I mean, just bit by bit it is. People are, are, are kind of shifting gears in that sense. Um, you know, And that's because there's a lot of fear and misconception around the subject. You know, your sexuality is really largely... Uh, formed by the time you're about three years old, you know what I mean. Okay, uh, um, we're, we 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 touched a lot of subjects today. Very good. I appreciate everybody being here. It looks like we're down to our last minute, so I want to uh, thank everybody for their comments and their questions. And uh, you know, one of the things that I I like, uh, you guys really really um, are able to kind of help each other at the same time and support each other. That's what I like about the show, especially when people chat with each other in the uh, the chat room. I think that that's uh, a really, really good thing in that sense also. So uh, you're welcome to hang in the chat room a little bit longer, but it looks like the clock's ticking down here. 
So anyway, I will be back again um, next week uh, for my uh, first show of the uh, the new month, and uh, I'll read my column. And if you're not already receiving my column, feel free to ask to get on the mailing list. And uh, we'll read that column live, and we'll talk about that next time. I've got uh, some great guests lined up as well, too, in the next few months. But we'll stick with the format, uh, especially for calls. The last two weeks are heavier call time where we can take them. So anyway, um, thanks again to everybody. Uh, you know, Check out my website if you're looking for personal sessions and information on my books or CDs or any of those other things. And as always, uh, it was great to be here and uh, I'm going to uh, make myself another cup of hot tea with lemon and honey in it so that I get rid of this ridiculous allergy thing. <laughs> it's on its way out. So uh, anyway, have a great Thursday, everybody. Always good uh, being here. And this is Jim Ventura signing out of Snake All Radio. Till next time, cheers.